The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to our Wednesday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. We're glad you're with us this morning. I do want to apologize for yesterday. Uh, yesterday I uh, was in, uh, participating in the funeral for Arlau Goodman. And I have to be honest, normally in those situations, I pre-record it earlier in the morning and then send it out while I would be at the would have been at the funeral at that time. And with everything else going on, honestly, I just lost track of time, forgot to do it. It wasn't until afterwards I realized that I totally just bombed in this series. I apologize for not having one up yesterday, but we're here again today together on this Wednesday. And uh, so I invite you to join us at Psalm chapter 94. We're going to pick up from where we left off Monday as we took a few minutes in the first few verses of Psalm chapter 94. And so as we, in a second, we'll read the passages we're going to be looking at in 94. I want to start with a question. And every once in a while, I like to be able to start with a question to give us a bit of a, of a precursor of what the premise, of what, or at least the application we're going to pull from the passage today. Uh, I would ask this question, how many of us, uh, whether growing up, whether at work with employers or things of that nature, become extremely frustrated and or angry when it comes to aspects of discipline? Uh, when somebody calls us out, when someone points out things we're not doing right, maybe it was a coach uh, and you just felt like you were doing things a certain way and the coach called you out, uh, or in class you were called out, or your parents uh, confront you, and immediately we come sometimes, and, and our culture unfortunately teaches us a bit today, or a lot today, but we come immediately to the idea that if somebody is confronting us, if someone is chastising us, if somebody is bringing any level of correction or punishment our way, uh, we immediately come to the idea that they're wrong, we're right, and uh, they're bad, we're good. And let me encourage you that that is a little bit of what we're going to look at. It's really the same idea as what we're going to look at today. So what happens when God brings chastisement? If we come into that premise, and, and the reason I asked that initial question was, I think one thing we have to recognize, that if we're not careful, our view of God can be established by our view of other authority. Uh, if we had a bad view of a parent or a father or a boss or government or things of that nature, anybody of authority, we immediately, if we're not careful, can roll it over to God as the ultimate authority. And we can begin to view God in that negative way. Now, my first question was our battle when, when people bring discipline our way. I will clarify one comment. There probably has been time in your life when somebody brought discipline, punishment, chastisement, whatever term you want to use, brought correction your way, and it wasn't your fault. That's, that's just generally the way it's going to be. Life is not fair. I remember once coming to my dad about that, complaining that the scenario I was in wasn't my fault. And, and he looked at me kind of like, uh, this time. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, probably you got away with something at a different time. So, you know, it's just life evening out the score. And so that's kind of the level of truth, but I guess we look at it is it's easy for us to say, you know, it's not fair, they should have done this, and there's going to be times, but can I encourage you that we don't establish our view of authority, especially of God, because of one or two people uh, who either just got that one wrong or just weren't good in their position, because it happens now and then. We can become bitter against institutions, we can become bitter against God, especially for those who grew up in Christian schools. Somehow we, we like to throw our anger towards the church, because one employee in the school wasn't great and so all of a sudden the entire church is bad and i would say that's it's 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 silly 
honestly, because it's just not the way it should be. We can't blame an entire, you know, we can't, you know, it's like now everybody's blaming the entire police force because of a couple of bad cops. And, and we can do that. It's just, it's not right. But then what we do is we end up going back and blaming it towards God. So let's look at the scripture. As we're going to see in Psalm chapter 94, we see, I read the top titles at the top of my page, it talks about an appeal for justice. And the last time what we talked about was, does God see the bad? I mean, we're trying to be good, we're trying to be right, and, and does God see the evil? Does God see the bad? And is he going to do anything about it? Is he just literally going to continue to ignore all of the bad going on in our life right now, all around us, all the people who are against him, who would mock him, saying, ah, God doesn't care anyway. Is he really just going to ignore them? Of course, we learned that no, he's not going to. But let's go on to verse 12. And I, it's interesting. We, we see the word blessed in the beginning of verse 12, which we have mentioned in throughout Psalm. Blessed simply means happy, fulfilled. So happy or blessed is the man whom thou chastenest. Happy, blessed, fulfilled is the man whom God chastens. Okay, how is that possible? O Lord, okay, whom thou chastens, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law. Verse 13, that thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked. For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. But judgment shall return unto righteousness, and all the upright in heart shall follow it. So we look at these verses, and the first thing he says is, blessed, happy is supposed to be someone who God chooses to chasten, who God punishes, who he teaches out of his law, who, and frankly, a lot of times before I'm willing, I can be instructed, I need God to chasten, I need him to get my attention, help me to submit to his will, so then he, what he, then I can recognize and then submit to his teaching. So we look at this and we say, how is it that as we evaluate this, someone can be blessed or happy. Someone can look at this and say, it's a good thing that God chastens. So let me reference a passage in scripture in the book of Hebrews, uh, where the Bible tells us God chastens whom he loves. And if we're, if we're not going the right direction, if we're going against God, his will in the Bible, and God ignores us. Well, that says an awful lot about God's love towards us. If, if as parents, and most parents, I'll be honest with you, there may be a couple that are wrong with that, but most parents find absolutely no joy, no thrill, or no interest in wanting to actually bring punishment or chastisement to their children. They don't look for it. They don't wake up saying, man, I can't wait to catch them and doing something wrong today. As a matter of fact, when it happens, many times it goes to their mind, is this worth fighting over? Is this something I should deal with? And we don't want to because we know it, it brings tension. And we know that many times and we're viewed as, as we call the bad guy because. But yet we also know that in certain circumstances, it's absolutely necessary to bring correction, to bring instruction, simply because that if we love them and we want them to succeed in life, we want them to be healthy in life, we want them to do well, we want them to follow God, we want them to be able to hold down jobs and, and have a relationship with a spouse and a family, uh, there's certain things about life they have to learn. And so anybody who loves somebody is going to bring that correction. Well, that's no different. God, God knows who we are. God knows where he desires us to be. And please understand where he desires us to be is the best place we can be. Uh, it is the best place we can find fulfillment, happiness. He wants us there. So he understands the direction I'm going is wrong. The direction I'm going may look good to me, but ultimately it's the wrong direction. He can even see down the road that the direction I'm going, going is going to bring pain. So he, he focuses and he says, you need to stop. And usually it's, it starts with, you know, just stop, correction, Here, here's a better path. But there are just some of us that, and I'm, I'm there, we're stubborn. We see God working in our way and we shove it out of the way because we're just, 
we're focused on ours and we're convinced our way is right and we miss what God is doing. And so sometimes we're going the right way and we know, honestly, we know or we just really believe ours is right that when going that way, we know we're going the wrong way and God has to bring chastisement. I hear, as, a, as a pastor, as a father, as a husband, God may have to bring chastisement to me to be better at my job as a pastor, to be a, a better husband, to be a, a biblical, better father. And, that's okay, and that should be okay because it shows love. It helps me to receive the instruction I need to be able to be effective in these areas, when yet we look at it wrong. Let's continue verse 13. That thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked. The, 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 the adversity that I bring on myself by going the wrong direction, my cor the correction will put me in a place where I can f uh, flee from the wrong. Many times I'm going the very wrong direction and I am developing, I am producing, I'm involved in adversity because of my wrong direction and I know it. And the correction will free me from that until the time when God deals with the wrong. He gives a promise in verse 14, for the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake inheritance. He says, please understand punishment is not like I'm done with you. It's not like you've done wrong and I never want to hear about you again. Any, any good parent realizes that if you really didn't care about your child and, their, and where they were going to end up, you just kind of let them do whatever they want. No matter how little information they have, I just go do whatever you want. Make your own decisions. And every good parent knows, biblically, train up a child in the way he should go. It is my job to train it. You know, we often say that about religion. I'm going to let my child choose, but we'd never let him choose about bedtimes, about education, about what to eat, about how to keep healthy, stay away from drugs and things of that nature. We would be proactive in teaching our children about that. And then we come to the most important subject they will ever, ever encounter, and that is the relationship with Jesus Christ. And we say, ah, do what you want. It's foolish. It's wrong. You say, well, my parents forced me into this. No, your parents put you around it. Now it's your decision what you're going to do. But your parent also forced you to eat and go to the dentist and go to school. And somehow you don't walk around bitter and angry at the dentist. It's, yes, I think it's a struggle. We look at all of this wrong. And what we need to do is see that this is good direction. God, God says I'm driving in the right direction, not because I hate you. I do it because I love you. And any parent knows I do it because they, we love them. And he goes, listen, I'm not going to ignore you. I'm not going to drop you off the face of the earth or, or forget about you because, yeah, you didn't do right this time. It's correction. I will always love you. Verse 15, but judgment shall return unto the unright to the righteousness, and all the upright in heart shall follow. It is just going to be a time when the chaos of the world is gone and right will rule. We obviously know ultimately that's when Jesus rules and reigns in the millennial kingdom. He goes, but just keep going. Don't be overwhelmed. Because remember, the context still talks the difference. Don't be overwhelmed with all the wrong and how it feels like they're getting away with so much and we feel like it's not worth doing right when the wrong is just running rampantly freely without any intervention from God. Let us stay strong. Let us stay close. And while there seems to be getting away with it and we're not because God is bringing chastisement, please recognize the love of God guiding me to the right path during the right time I'm ready. In the right time when he does bring judgment to them, I'm not influenced. I'm not affected by that. And then I can continue to enjoy his blessing. It doesn't always make sense. It's not supposed to. His ways are higher than my ways and his thoughts and my thoughts. May we trust him. May we focus on him and just say, Lord, I don't know what you're doing. And I honestly can't say it makes sense, but I trust you. And I'm going to base everything in my situation right now through that trust. Thank you so much for taking the time on this Wednesday morning to join us 
uh, live. If you're watching live, we appreciate you joining us at this time at 11. Uh, if you're listening to this later archived or watching this later, we appreciate that as well. A quick reminder, if you're local to our area, we'd love to invite you to our Wednesday night Bible study. The Bible study itself starts at 7 for the adults in the auditorium, teens and kids club and nursery all at 7 as well. And then the prayer time in the, in the adult Bible study will take place towards the end of the service. And uh, so if you don't have a church, and you're local, we'd love to have you join us at 7, even if you've never been to our church or a church. We'd love to have you join us tonight in an opportunity just to learn a little bit from God's Word. Thanks for joining us again today. We look forward to seeing you next time.